The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. Thing now was to beat him at home. Got to find a way to get him at home. Who is it, JT? Who do we got? Who do we got? The most mobile and greatest quarterbacks in Raider history. Look at this. The cadence is still there. The voice and the cadence is still there. Love it. Hello, Rich Gannon. How hey are guys, you guys? How are you this morning? Great. Really good. Wow, the voice. What was that all about? Sounded like you were sounded like you're an arrowhead. You know, you, ca- you kind of get the, the juices Raiders. flowing. You get out here yeah. to Vegas. You know what I mean? You, you got the stadium, the facility. I'm not crazy about the teams that are here, but sure. you know, yeah. pretty good to be here. Though. How you been handling that with the matchup with Kansas City, who you formerly played with, and the 49ers dealing with that every question on Radio Row? You know, it's painful to Raider fans. I yeah. mean, think about it. You've got the, the Chiefs in our division. We've got the team across the bay back in the day when we were in Oakland. So, but you know what though? It is what it is. Um, all you can do is take care of your own business. But I would say this: I mean, you look at these two teams. You got a great quarterback in Patrick yeah. Mahomes, and, and that's a guy that's not going anywhere. And this young quarterback in San Francisco has been really impressive, Brock Purdy. I got great respect for what he's done, for how he's handled his business. Uh, you know, this whole thing about being a game manager. I don't know what that means. I do know this. The guy puts his team in a position to have a chance to win each week, and it's been really impressive. You know, if you're going to be a game manager and go to the Super Bowl and go to back-to-back NFC Champions, I'll be a game manager any day of the week. I will take that. But, you know, kind of shifting back to uh, to here in Las Vegas, Rich, and, and obviously Aiden O'Connell finishes the season, finishes strong for the silver and black. From your perspective, what, what kind of can he take out of that experience as getting so much run as a rookie? And certainly there were highs, there were lows, there were a lot of moments in between, but how valuable was that experience now for him? Going I think it was two? really important for him. You know, I we all saw what he did in the preseason I think there's a lot of he has a lot of the qualities and tangibles that you really like at that position I think you know he's tough he's got good leadership skills I think he throws the ball well from the pocket he can make plays when he has to uh, but you know I think like anything else I think so much of what happens at the quarterback position is impacted by what's going on around them I mean you know they get fire the coach fire the GM fire the off the offense coordinator that's traumatic on a young quarterback then you got a new play caller somebody else in your ear so i give aiden o'connell a lot of credit he did some good things i think he had a, a good chance to learn from his mistakes as the team gets better around him i say this all the time so much of what happens at the quarterback position is impacted by what's going on around him how good is the offensive line how reliable is the running game where are we at with the tight end and the wide receiver position so i think he got some valuable reps his first year i think that quarterback room is going to look really different uh, in, in year two. And I think it's going to be, there's going to be more depth. There's going to be more talent and more competition. I think that's good for everybody, including Aiden O'Connell. Rich, great points. He got a lot of reps in the franchise record, 63 points, even though the defense scored a lot in that game. The Raiders are in a good spot. If they got to play him again, if they don't get a quarterback who's better, they break the glass, they put him in. I thought he did well, especially down the stretch, winning at Arrowhead and putting up the 63 against the Chargers. You know, Games in the division, you know, you, you, we talk about Patrick Mahomes. His record in the division is 30 and 5. And I think that's really how we're measured. You know, how good can we be in the division? Can we win division titles? And, you know, I think wins over the Chargers, wins over, wins, win over the Broncos, uh, a win over the, the Chiefs, as you said, at Arrowhead. That was a, I think that was a, a stepping stepping stone for a young quarterback. But look, I like him. I mean, you sit down and you visit with him. You guys have, have done that. I mean, he's an impressive young guy. I think he's humble. 
I think he's ready to do the work necessary to take that next step in his growth and development. You know, Rich, you had a great point about the quarterback room looking different in 2024. And I think the key word there is competition, right? Adding, some, infusing some talent, whether it's, it's another rookie, another young guy, or a veteran. When you look at the room, what would the value be of adding a veteran into that mix to push Aiden, to let Aiden lean on, or, you know, to, to collectively lead that group if that's ultimately where Tom Telesco decides it to go? It depends who the veteran is, right? And at the end of the day, I, my message to Aiden O'Connell is, is there are no guarantees in this business you know I mean you want to earn that job you, you've got to you know you've got to go out and play well and, and you've got to do it in practice and we got to see it every day and we got to know that we can trust and rely on you it's all about consistency and production at that position you look at the free agents that are available you know what I mean uh, what's it going to cost to get one of those guys and when you really go through that list there's only maybe one or two players that would really get my attention you know what I mean I think Kirk Cousins has done some good things yeah. in Minnesota I don't know what's going to happen if he's going to stay with the Vikings or not but a lot of those quarterbacks have are on that list for a reason, right? Yeah. And and uh, you know I don't know that I would be crazy about bringing one of them in. And if even if you did bring one of them in, I don't think they would beat out an Aiden O'Connell. Really, when you think about Great it, point. I mean, what does that say? I mean, I think Baker Mayfield's going to stay in Tampa. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Tannehill wouldn't beat out uh, Aiden. And you start going through that list: Jake Browning, Gardner Minshew, Jameis Winston, Mason Rudolph, Tyler Tyrod Taylor, and none of those guys would beat out. Or would I want to play in front of Aiden O'Connell? So I think that tells you a little bit about mm -hmm. what we saw from him the first year. Luke Getze, what do you think? Because I don't think he was the first choice. We think we knew what was happening there, but he seems to be 1A. He comes in, worked with Devontae in Green Bay, ran the Bears offense. Are you high on him? You think he can do this? Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you know, you look back, 1A is better than 1. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, yeah. I think when you – I know Luke's background. I know the way he was trained. He's been around some really good coaches. In fairness to Luke, and he won't say this, so I'll say it for him. You know, sometimes you know, you're trying to coach up with Justin Fields. Justin Fields did not do a very good job anticipating, processing, you know, getting the ball out, playing from the pocket. That's not really his game. He's, he's a guy that really relied on his feet, and it's hard to call plays for guys like that. I think that, you know, I think they did everything they could to adjust, adjust the system. When the young quarterback stepped in there last year, they actually played better in the passing game. So, look, I think Luke's going to do a good job. Uh, I think it's important for the staff to kind of get together and get on the same page. But, that, but look, let's be honest. If you look at the biggest issues the Raiders have had here in the last five or six years, it's the draft. Yeah. You've got to do a better job identifying and, and developing those players uh, in the draft. You know, and one thing that Luke Getzi does bring to the table, Rich, is experience. And credit to Antonio Pierce because he has surrounded himself with guys that have done it, that guys have, you know, done it at a high level for a long time. What does it say about Coach AP that he's been willing to, you know, bring these individuals in to listen, to be someone who's continually learning as he goes through his first full season as the head coach? You know, that's what's exciting about AP. I think that, you know, the way the team finished, I think he's been really transparent, really honest with the yeah. players about who they are, where they have to get better. I think players relate to that. He's a guy that played the, played the game at the highest level. Uh, and I think he's another guy that's gonna, is not going to try and, and fool you. He's, he's going to be honest and say he doesn't have all the answers. He's going to put together a good staff, let the players coach, not try to micromanage the situation. I'm excited. I think Mark made the right decision. I thought they went through a thorough process to try and get to this point. But I think when you look at what Antonio Pierce did, after that all kind of yes. blew up on them. I think keeping the team together, having this team get better, having the team finish the way they did, having, having them win games in the division against the Chargers and the Broncos and the Chiefs, I think speaks volumes about how the players feel about Antonio Pierce. Rich, let's go to the receivers. Let's go start with Devontae, the trade Tucker, even add in the tight ends. What do you think overall about the strength of this group overall? We'll start with the wide receivers. 
Well, I mean, when you have one of the best receivers in football, it's a great place to start. I think that's a pretty good group. I think it's going to continue to, to look a little bit different. You know, when you look at free agency and you look at the draft, way to, way to, I, I, there's, I don't think there's a, a position group on the team that can't get better or won't get better, nor has to get better. I think mean, even the offensive line, I mean, I, there's no question. I love, I love to see uh, them keep the running back. You know what I mean? I mean, that guy, Josh Jacobs, wow. is he's a difference maker. He's a tone setter. I mean, I, I don't know the, the economics of that decision, but I just know that when he's on the field, when he's rolling, he's lathered up, he's a really good player. And I think when you try to develop a young quarterback to have a good running game is really important. I'm encouraged by uh, Michael Mayer, the tight end. I think he's a good young player that's going to get better. I just think the offensive line has to continue to, to, to improve and develop. But and I, as I said, I'm I'm going to be transparent about the quarterback position. I like Aiden O'Connell, but I think they have to continue to look at ways to develop that room and make it more competitive. You know, and Michael Mayer, we we saw glimpses yeah. of what Michael Mayer could be, oh. and the glimpses are awesome, yeah. right? I think he's that classic old school, you know, type of tight end who can also be, you know, really effective in the passing game. We talked about Aiden, uh, you know, the, the, how a running game is really good for a young quarterback. What does having an, a, a dynamic tight end also do for a young cyclist? Well, just look at this game. I mean, we've got two of the best tight ends in the game. You've got Travis Kelsey on the one side. you got George Kidd on the other side. And I think, you know, they're, they're, they're different, uh, but, you know, you look at their ability, their, their yards after catch, and you, you look at Michael Mayer. I mean, he's a big target. I think he's going to become a better route runner once he starts to understand you know, the types of coverages and, and, and fi how to find holes in, in the zone and the man-to-man -man coverage. And look, I think he's going to, he's only going to get better. I think he's, he's, he's got a big upside, but uh, I think when you have a great tight end, the ability to attack in the middle of the field, the ability to win on third down, the, the ability to be really good down in the red zone uh, just only makes you better. I, look, I'm, I'm selfish because I, I know how important that position is. I played with some really good ones over the years, including Tony Gonzalez. And I think the Chiefs have a special, uh, uh, the Chiefs have a special player. The 49ers have a special player. I think the Raiders have a young player that has a chance to be really, really good. Rich, we spent a lot of time in the preseason, and Josh McDaniels is gone. I was just shocked that offense had nothing last year early. The coach got fired because of it. I thought that was going to be the strength of the team. It turned out to be the defense. Now you have Getze coming in with AP. I'm sensing they're going to run the ball a lot. The culture is going to go back to running the football. With Devontae, do you like that theory? Yeah, I mean, look, when you still have a great player, when you're able to run the ball, it opens up a lot yes. of opportunities, some one-on-one -on -one It forces the safety to come down. It forces you to play an extra defender down the box. It's going to give him more opportunities on the outside, on the perimeter. Look, when you have a player like Devontae Adams, I don't care whether you run first. It doesn't matter. He's still going to get his. He's still going to be a big part of the game plan. And, you know, I, I would just sit in terms of what happened with Josh, JT, I got to tell you, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I really was surprised that they weren't more effective. Obviously, getting Garoppolo struggling early, Garoppolo getting hurt. You know, that, that was the that was the kind of the, the wild card. Can Jimmy Garoppolo play all 17 games when they made the decision? And it didn't turn out that way. And that, that really hurt them. And then you, you were forced to play with a young player. There were going to be growing pains at that position. But... When I watched the offense in certain games, it was really disappointing. The Buffalo game, you know, some of those games are just like, wow, what's going on here? And, and I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't have an answer for it. I, I really felt like Josh was, was going to be a good head coach for the Raiders. It just simply didn't turn out that way. Yeah, but, you know, now we, we embark on a new era, right? We embark on a new exciting chapter for the Silver and Black, one that I think all of us are really excited about, and, uh, and we'll have to wait and see how it looks in 2024. Good seeing you, Rich. You're the best, Love guys. having Thanks, you around, man. Rich Gannon. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.